What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif, joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Joe Dorville. What's up, What's man? going on, buddy? How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm all right. Just six and uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, God. Here we go. All right. Quick rundown of the show. Uh, if you're new to the show, we are going to start with a kickoff where we will explore some of the major things going on in the biggest sports. This week, we're going to talk NFL, Major League Baseball playoffs, and NCAA football. And then we're going to get into the quick hits, quick, which is where Joe and I break down some other uh, quick topic or other topics quickly. Uh, it's going to be all NBA, NBA preview. And then we're going to throw in some prim, some Premier League. There at the end, skipping the walkoffs because we do have a full slate of NBA, MLB, and NFL. We're going to start this week off the same way we do every week. Joe! Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. All right, we're starting kickoff NFL. Dun, 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 dun. Bad Joe, up, do you know what time up. it is? Yeah. It's time for the game of the week. Joe, <clears throat> I haven't done it. We haven't done that in so long. I wasn't even prepared. Game, game of the week. Uh, this week, the game of the week, of course, is Buffalo at Kansas City. This, I'm not going to lie to you, the first half of this game, going into halftime, it was 10-10. It was a defensive slobber knocker. As yeah, it, it, was a, it was a bit of a push. It was a bit of a tally-hoo. Uh, brouhaha, some would say. They were, they were playing, like, so I was at work, but I managed to uh, catch a lot of this game, especially the first half because we weren't that busy. Uh, this was an intense game. And then I watching some of the highlights, like these defenses had it in mind. Like everyone thinks this is going to be like an offensive, like fireworks show. And the defense was like, absolutely not. They were like knocking the shit out of each other. Pretty well, good. that's the funny thing. Like I thought back to last year and last year's game. It was kind of the same way until, like, the explosion yeah. of offense all in the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, yeah. yeah. Like, there were a lot of big plays and a lot of touchdowns early on, but it was still like a 21-21 type of game until all hell breaks loose in the fourth quarter where there was, like, four touchdowns or five touchdowns in the fourth. So it wasn't going that crazy prior to. Yeah, the Bills ended up winning this game 24-20. to uh, The Chiefs did have a chance there at the end. Uh, to take take the lead to win the game. Uh, yeah, today's going to be the day where I just uh, call people on their shit. Uh, oh, I, I, yeah, I didn't care for it to have uh, the Baltimore game on the rundown, but yeah, Lamar fucked up with an interception, like a dumbass interception at the end. Yeah, the, fumble. Um, the fumble. The fumble I less put on him. I was say the interception, I can, I mean, fumbles happen per se. Uh, just ask the guy on the other side of that field from him. But yeah. um, no, that interception like it was a bad snap. He panicked and threw it immediately, and just a poor decision on his part. And then uh, Patrick Mahomes here, like, why are you throwing that ball? Why are you throwing that ball? We know you're Superman, but you don't have to be Superman on every play. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was just badly timed. I mean, most picks are, but like this is. End of the game, like driving Great to play win by the then, defender. Yeah, it was. I just um moving forward, <clears throat> whose defense do you think is gonna hold up in the long term? Um I Buffalo think Buffalo or Kansas Buffalo's, City. 
But my thing is, will Buffalo's offense hold up in the long term? Because, uh, I mean, the thing that's funny is people's making this game like a referendum or a coronation of Buffalo. Like, oh, Buffalo's the best team in the AFC now. Blah, 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 blah. Everything's going to go through Orchard Park. And I'm like, we all do remember last year, Buffalo won this game as well. <laughs> they won yeah. this game in the regular season as well. And then they went to the playoff. They, then they lost to Jacksonville inexplicably. Yeah. Nine to six, which is still the I most bang, bang, bizarre bang, bang. result. <clears throat> lost that game nine to six to the Jags, where their offense didn't hold up. And Josh Allen, like for that second half of the season last year, he kept reverting into a little bit of bad Josh Allen. Um, I don't know if how much or if that will happen this year. Um, as long as the his weapons stay healthy and they commit to the run like they did in this game. A lot of Singletary in this game, which I was actually shocked and surprised by and excited by because I was like, okay, they finally realized like we can't just have our quarterback do every single thing. Yeah, they finally 17 the carries from Motor like that may be the most he's had in the last two seasons. Yeah, absolutely. I think um I and I definitely think it's too early to do this whole oh, now it all goes through Orchard Park, now it all goes through the Bills. Because I, for those of you listening it's last 18 year 18 weeks now. <laughs> well, in last year it was uh it was uh, what was it? It was the Cardinals. Remember, they were undefeated going into oh, yeah. like week ten or twelve. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's going like to go through the Cardinals." Yeah. yeah, and it's so like we've seen this before. I just want to see. We're not even halfway through the season, so let's relax. Let's kind of see how it goes. We've seen some of these hot starts from certain teams. I know, you know, obviously the Eagles, as far as the construction, is more of a complete team, uh, and they're undefe- with them being undefeated. But still, like with Buffalo, it's. They're they're not like some juggernaut like crushing teams by fifty points. Yeah. Like they've been in close. That's games. the crazy thing. I mean, if uh, a few a few different shakes and they lose that game to uh, Baltimore, um, they had another fucking close game. Well, they lost the game to the Dolphins. I think Baltimore is the only one they probably could have lost, should have lost, um, if not for that poorly timed. Interception that week as well. Um, gotta get rid of Greg Roman. Just gonna say that. Like, you've been figured out, dude. But anyway, um, yeah, B- uh, Buffalo is not. Yeah, they're not. They're not beating the big, the good teams by like a lot. Like, yeah. they close game against Miami, close game against Baltimore, close game against Kansas City. Like, these can go either way. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too, is, and that's something that can be incredibly frustrating, especially when you're on the other side of it. When you watch a team or root for a team that has a losing record, it, you can't, like, there is no qualifier. Like, you can't be like, yeah, but we've been in all these games. Or, like, yeah, but we've only lost by one score in most of these games. Like, nobody cares. Yeah, so it's just based on the record. record. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the Falcons last year is a great example. The Falcons last year lost, like, what was it, 10 games? Falcons by, every year, it feels like. By yeah. one by one possession or or, or less. Yeah. Or, I mean, that's me, basically going to be... Less. 
for the most part, that may be the Raiders' existence this season. Yeah, the Raiders this year, <laughs> and now we're seeing the Falcons are winning these games. Same thing with the Vikings. The Vikings had lost two seasons ago, had lost so many games by one possession, and now they're winning those games. Yeah. And now they've won all these games by no more than one possession. Like, it's the NFL. We talk about it all the time. So it's I mean, going to be... It, case in point, back to the Baltimore game, Bal- uh, the Giants. The Giants are winning all these yeah. one-score, last-second, grinded-out games. And it's like, okay, how long can this is this sustainable for an entire this can't season? Be sustainable, like, yeah. no, the bottom is going to fall out at some point. And not saying the bottom is going to fall out on the Bills in that manner. It's just like there's not a lot of separation between them and the other top teams. Like, yeah, their defense. Really people have been talking shit about the Baltimore defense, but Baltimore held them prior to to twenty points until that final drive. Like. Yeah, I Kansas City agree. held them to what twenty four points total. The Dolphins held them to t- less than twenty one. I'm pretty sure. I think it was. So it's like they're not running like the good teams are playing them closely, and it's, yeah. it it shows that that they are good as well because they're eventually coming out on top. But I don't have them as runaway favorites. I do think no. they're the best. Uh, I think they're with the added addition of Von Miller and the uh, emergence of Gabe Davis this year after his, you know, one big game last year when everybody learned his name. I do think they have all the components and this is why they were my number one team and your number one team. But I don't think they're unbeatable, basically. Absolutely. I completely agree. It was 19 points that they scored in that Miami game. Yeah. I knew it was less than three touchdowns, so. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's talk. Do you want to talk about your 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 game? You damn right I do. Moving on, Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles moved to 6-0. They win 26-17. This game. Oh boy. <laughs> what a funny. game. I'm laughing because uh I didn't change the questions in the rundown for this one. But they kind of still apply. <laughs> yeah, no, they absolutely apply. Um, which so all right, let's just break. Down I know which game. quarterback I want. <laughs> the other yeah, one's the more interesting question. <laughs> so this game started a little slow. Uh, you know, it was zero zero going into the second half. I'm second going quarter. into the second quarter. It was zero zero. Come on, the best like, the best second quarter team I've ever seen in my life. We're like, oh, this is going to be a game. We have ourselves a game. And then Philly scores 20 points in the second quarter. And we're like, oh, never mind. I believe um, we're outscoring teams 120 to like 27 in the second quarter. That's or to 17 insanity. in the second quarter. Something crazy like that. But then your um, tackle goes out. Yeah, Lane Train uh, had mysteriously just disappeared. No one knew why. And, uh, yeah, Lane Johnson goes out, and there then, wasn't a play that was in question or anything, and then find out that he had a concussion. So yeah, and then Micah Parsons single handedly tries to get Dallas back in this game. Yeah, he tried. He tried his damnedest, and that's one of the reasons why you know, dude. dude and that's <laughs> really like that guy. Because <laughs> I, I was and that was that, I, and more and more so. Sorry to cut you off, but more so that was my issue with the Micah Parsons thing. If we're not going to draft them, fine. Fine. Don't make the trade with the team 
that then gets Micah Parsons. I know. <laughs> like, that's know. the thing that pissed me off. Because like, if you go back to after that draft, I said, that guy's going to terrorize us for the next 10 plus years. Like, I can, I already know it. Like, and he's doing his damn just to do that. Every, uh, there's something about, <clears throat> now he's the best out of this bunch, but there's something about the fucking linebacker for the Cowboys who I will, they just terrorize us and they have these crazy games against us. Like I remember one year fucking Tony Romo got knocked out of the game. Um, I forgot who was the backup at the time, but I'm like, Oh, the Eagles are going to fucking they knock Tony Romo out. They're going to win this game. No, there's no way we're not going to win this game. Fucking Sean Lee, who had never played, decided that. to have the best game of his career. He had like a interception, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, a touchdown. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah, that was that game that Sean Lee all of a sudden became like this. The, he the finally lived up the to defense. the hype in one game, <laughs> and it was yeah. against the Eagles. I was like, and I was, I just saw them drafting a, a linebacker that everybody was talking about is going to be a talent. And I was like, fuck, this is going to be that game on steroids for the next 10 years. And I, I'm going to hate it and be annoyed every time I see it. Yeah, it was um, it was intense. Uh, Cooper Rush actually looks like Cooper Rush. So can we please put to bed this whole, oh, are they even going to bring Dak in when Dak's He's always healthy? looked like Cooper Rush. There's a reason that the team decided to just, hey, we're going to run the ball a lot and we're not going to throw yeah. it that much. <laughs> We're just going to yeah, try to play with to the chuck lead. it around the yard this game, and it was not good. Three interceptions. They were playing from behind. Eighteen to thirty-eight. Like that's not. That's not your quarterback. Jalen Hurts actually is as as much as I was down on him the last couple of years. He looks he looks good, man. He looks like he knows how to make some reads out there. Yeah. No. The they're playing to his strengths and he has gotten better at attacking the defense if they're blitzing and if they're in zone two areas where he was lacking before um and yeah he's excelling he's thriving uh the coaching staff like <laughs> to 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 quote Sirianni well to paraphrase Sirianni there was one press conference last year where was it the I think it was the opening press conference where he said you know our goal is to get Good guys, good players, and make the game easy for them. You know, you don't want to make yeah. things complicated. This was like the opening press conference where he was rightly lambasted because he sounded like like a kindergarten teacher. Like he was trying to explain football. You get good Kick players off. in yeah. good positions and schemes don't matter at that point. And you know what? It was kind of right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Andy's running the ball a lot more, which is good to see compared to the start of last season. It. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it last year. It took like the whole first half. And I remember you were not necessarily out on him, but you were like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, what are we doing? I was never in on him. <laughs> I was say for that's, the first, like true. after the press, con after the higher, the press conference, like I was never in on him. And then the first five weeks, six weeks, like they just don't run the ball. And it's like, we're a run. We obviously have a line built for the run. We have a running back. Miles Sanders didn't have a touchdown last year. I know. Trust me, he's on. My, and that was even after they decided to start running the ball. Like he didn't have a touchdown for all of last year. Like I was, I was still questioning him going into this year. <laughs> 
Yeah, and he's definitely proved that he knows what he's doing. You just got to get good players in good spots and then work around just that. Got Come good on, players Joe, in that's good simple. spots. You know, get flower pots and water them and all that good jazz. Like, that's all. Whose defense would you like to take? Uh, I would like to forward. take my defense. I was so yeah, Brandon. This is just a vet session for me. I was so annoyed by the mainstream media. And their narratives that the Cowboys, oh, the Cowboys, they're great defense. Oh, oh, my gosh, they're flying all over the place. They have one guy who's playing really well. The only guy I was afraid of, Michael Parsons. Wasn't afraid of Diggs. Wasn't Marcus afraid of Lawrence. Lawrence is not playing not well. Wasn't though. afraid of Lawrence. Wasn't afraid of anybody else. All right? All those guys are able to operate because of Parsons. You isolate Parsons. Our strategy for a large part of that game was, hey, just don't even cover Parsons. Make him make decisions. Put him in a question. Make him question everything and then yeah. attack Put him. Put that's three. Make him make the first move, Conway. And then so so and, I, and all this was happening. And then people on people on ESPN, that 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 fraud of a platform actually were picking the Cowboys in this game. Because predicated on their defense. And I'm like, wait a second, guys. I mean, you know, I'm no math major. Cool. Hey. I'm no math major. Hang on a second, guys. We have allowed the, – the Eagles defense has allowed as many touchdowns as turnovers this year. Right now we've allowed 14 touchdowns total, and we have 14 turnovers on the defense. I'm just going to say it's a really good defense. Like we have guys at all levels. We have two number one corners. We've got a – all pro safety, it looks like. We have, you know, the linebacking court is so good that Nicobe Dean, who we thought were gonna, was going to be a star, the came and got out on of the, the field. Yeah. Shout out to Kaiser White when he got picked up. I was like, it's a really good signing. Uh, he had a good season in San Diego last year. And then the front four is playing out of their mind. And don't let them get into a front five look with Jordan Davis in the middle, flanked by Fletcher Cox. Oh, my gosh. Can't block anybody at that point. I don't know why they stopped doing that in the second half, honestly. I was going to take Dallas just because of the pass rush uh, because the Eagles are more built for like a base defense. But you've convinced me. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay with the Eagles. I'm going to stick the take the Eagles. Like, Jesus. Brandon Graham still making it happen on the sides. You got Hassan Reddick getting to the quarterback at will. Like, yeah, Hassan Reddick had got in there two or three times yesterday. Yeah. I was, I was baffled. And the thing is, we know you more than, well, no, 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 no. Well, technically you more than anybody because they ran the same fucking thing. We know what Gus Bradley's doing. He's doing the same thing he's done everywhere, the same thing every former Seahawk assistant has done everywhere. They're running cover three. He's just disguising it a little better, and he has Michael Parsons, who he can move all over the board. But at the end of the day, it's still cover three. I'm not scared yep. of Craven Diggs. He's, he's not the pick. Last year was an aberration with all the interceptions. He's playing better this year, but he's not getting those picks. So the defense looks a little less. It, it's not as scary to me. I don't know if I mentioned this last year uh, with Trayvon Diggs, but when I was a freshman at uh, FAU, I don't know if you guys know this, but I played college football. But we had this exact same thing happen. So Trayvon was a rookie. I love you. Know, you're like, what? <laughs> Trayvon was a rookie last year. And I remember we had a, a guy, Tavius yeah. I don't think he was a rookie last year. I think last year was his breakout season, but I think he had been in the league for a year or two. Okay. So, anyway, he's the young guy. So, I my point is this happened my freshman year. We had this guy, Tavius Polo, who, because of – he was really good, but he was a freshman at FAU. He ended up starting at corner. Well, on the other side, we had a senior in Corey Small who was, like, 
all Sunbelt like three years in a row. So no quarterback threw to Corey Small's side of the field. They just avoided him. So they went after Tavius. And Tavius ended up with like seven picks that season and made freshman All-American. But my point is, <clears throat> the Dick situation is very similar. He was the younger of the corners. And so they're like, we're just going to attack him. And so they went after him. And then he got all the, and then he does this feast or famine thing where he ball hawks. And sometimes he gets beat. And so it's like, it's one of those things where people look at it and they go, oh, all those picks. He's the next shutdown corner. It's like, actually, if you're getting picks, you're not really a shutdown corner <laughs> because they're throwing it to you. Does that yeah, make it's, sense? It's like, a, it's like a chicken or an egg situation. Like, um, early in your career, you'll get more picks than later in your career. Like, Kayla Ramsey doesn't get a lot of picks anymore. Like, they don't because nobody can right. throw at him. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that makes, that reminds me of uh, Dominic Foxworth said that. His rookie season in the NFL, he played opposite of Champ Bailey, and yeah, he had a bunch story. of picks because no one's fucking throwing at Champ. <laughs> like, they're going to test yeah. this new kid. Yeah, so it's one of these things where I don't think I – th I think, obviously, the pass rush for Dallas is there, but I, I, I don't think they're as stout in their defensive backfield as they think they are. Yeah, and uh, we saw Trayvon slamming his helmet on the ground there at the end because yep. he knows he can't cover these guys. We got dogs on that offensive line. We got dogs, dogs in the receiving core. We got dogs in the back. We got dogs Jason on the Kelsey There's dogs jumping all on over. that fumble. God. Oh, my gosh. He's, get the Such fuck out of here. my ball. Such a heady oh, play man. out of him. Uh, Trayvon Diggs is in his... Seventh year. <laughs> his eighth year out of Alabama. No. Uh, what the heck year is it? He got drafted in 2020. Second year. Second Third year. year. This is his third year. Yeah, I was like, in his third year. Okay. Yeah, so 2020, 2021, 2022 would be his yeah, third year. That's how it goes. That's how I know how things work. I know how I, I know math. I know numbers. All right, let's move on. Oh, can you not the, hear oh, that anymore? Not hearing the sounders. All right, oh, here we go. Dangerous game. Should I change? <laughs> dangerous game we play. <laughs> Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh. Upset alert of the week. Upset of the week. Pittsburgh. With two different quarterbacks going against the incomparable Tom Brady, that offensive line, and um, that vaunted defense, they win. Fucking Pittsburgh wins. And the crazy thing is, I'm pretty sure that vaunted secondary was depleted. Yeah, but I mean, so is everybody else. The Pittsburgh Steelers didn't have three of their starting corners or Micah Parsons. That's not everybody else. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like all these teams have depletions. At, are you? You're talking about Tampa Bay? No, I'm not talking about. You just oh, okay. said they were without three of their starting. No, DBs. when I said vaunted defense, I was talking about the Bucks, and then you said, oh. "Yeah, that vaunted defense was missing their defensive <clears throat> backfield." No, and I no, was like, no. yeah, so was Pittsburgh. I mean, actually Pittsburgh, a lot more. Pittsburgh, yeah, yeah Pittsburgh okay. came in with a mass unit in their secondary. God, this is it's still this is weird Tom that Brady to eighteen. When we talk about Tampa Bay Pittsburgh, and I say vaunted defense, our brains immediately go to Pittsburgh because it's Pittsburgh. But I'm actually talking about the Bucks. Yeah, crazy, right? Um, but yeah, the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks defense kind of did their job. Yeah, like, no, they absolutely did. They held him to 20 points. I was about to say, a lot of these, I mean, how many teams are uh, getting over? Every team is getting about 20 points regardless of who they are. Like, And it was only 13 at, at, 
by the fourth quarter. So let's not let's not go crazy and be like, oh, you know, twenty's too much. Like yeah, they the, held them to under three touchdowns. The problem is the offense. Like, let's go. Let's look at the the Bucks offense this season. Game one, nineteen points. They had the same problem. They got in the red zone. They couldn't execute in the red zone. Uh, yeah. Game two. 20 points. Game three, 14 points. The game where they had the most explosion was the Kansas City game where they had to, they were playing from behind the entire time and had to chase it and got to 31. And then the following week, get to 21, like three touchdowns. Okay, great job. But in the red zone, like those first three games in this game, we see that they're deficient in the red zone. They thought they could get Julio Jones and he could be a red zone target, toss it up situation. Well, he has a knee injury. Like he has a re injury every year. I was going to say, surprise, surprise. Say, Julio like, Jones is hurt. <clears throat> no one is shocked or by that. Um, so, you know what they're missing, Brennan? Uh, red zone threat. <laughs> you know who used to be their red zone threat? Oh, the Gronkatong. The Gronkatong. <laughs> yeah, they're missing Rob. So I don't know if it's a, hey, he's going to come after the bye week. I was going to say Mike Evans, but I was like, wait, he's been playing, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been playing besides the one game he got suspended for. Um, but yeah, so is it a, we're going to get Gronk back? By the way, Cameron, but no one's going to make the, no one's going to say shut down football. By the way, I've been feeling very vindicated the last two weeks. No one's going to say shut down football. Uh, when Cameron Brake gets hurt after we saw him like two weeks ago, a week ago, suffer a head injury in that, no, two weeks ago in that night game, uh, suffered a head injury, went back into the game. Everybody was like, ooh, why did he go back in the game? Mm, kind of suspicious. And then he gets ruled out. And then he has a head injury. They're ruling it a neck, but they had to take his face mask off. So I'm going to say it's a head. Because yeah. that's the, the protocol when you have a head injury. But you know the difference between Cameron Bray and Tua Tungle. Not below? a quarterback. Yep. So yeah. And and that was my thing. It's like, yo, know, all this the outrage position. is strictly just for the quarterback. I was um speaking of injuries and sorry, whatnot, I was I noticed the uh those neck, those cue collars that mm. there, some players are wearing around their neck, and I was like, What is that? Is that like a new version of the neck roll? Is it like massaging them as they I play? I've seen this. So I looked it up. It's called a cue collar. And it's the only thing that's FDA approved to actually reduce concussions. And my first thought was, why the fuck is not every single player wearing <laughs> this? Because it's not comfortable, bro. And it doesn't look cool. That's for sure. It looks How super How do you spell Q collar? Q C O L L A R collar. C O what? Q collar. Like a coll like a dog. Collar. I know the collar part. The Q part is fucking me up. Q. Get the letter Q? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, you thought I meant like Q, like I, Q, I thought it was like Q, yeah. like yeah, like either Q U E or C U E. No, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, <laughs> collar. What do you mean? Oh, but uh, I also collar. wanted to uh, bring this up, and we've talked about this ad nauseum on this program. But uh, Tomlin, oh. Tomlin is the man. Yeah, Tomlin is the guy. Uh, did, did you see what Brady said to the offensive line? Did you read his lips? I mean, you can hear it bled through in some of the points. Yeah. Uh, and I love that. I just want to say this. I love he's taking his power back. It wasn't my wife and kids left me. It was I didn't leave my <laughs> wife and kids. So take your power back, King. That's why you're the greatest. Um, yeah, so 
you can't be the guy going to craft's wedding, missing practices, missing workouts, like and then and, and missing this stuff one. before the wedding. Like the wedding is just like a another bonus thing, but he has a alternate uh, practice schedule now. Like he doesn't come in Tuesdays. He only he barely comes in Wednesdays. Doesn't come really until Thursday. And then for to come in Thursday, but then have a wedding on Friday, and then miss Saturday, and then come and just make a stick. Like Brady had a very funny comment. I think at the end of last week, and I was like, "Wait a second, has he been?" Is he taking any notice of how he's playing? He said, there's a lot of bad football being played. You know, it's hard to watch. And I was like, have you looked at your game tape? It's hard to watch. Like, I can't. Yeah. Like, I, the Bucks are not <laughs> high-flying powered offense. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, you guys this have happened said the year they won the Super Bowl. Bowl. They started four. They started three and four or four and three or something. So, But they didn't look this, like inept offense that's true and that season brady was ripping off a, a lot of bigger plays but i think it's i mean you you've had this but i think it's time we say brady's done i think i'm not gonna again i'm not gonna say he's done i'm just not gonna say he's all world he's not in that class he's not top tier class and the next yeah. guy we're gonna talk about probably isn't in that class anymore either it looks like but what happened with um Kenny Pickett. I didn't. I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch a whole lot of. This oh, game. he got a sack he out head now? injury. Concussion. Yeah. Just when he was getting going. Yeah, except for the concussion. Then Mitch Trubisky came in and saved the day. God. Mitch. And Did that's you see that third and 14 throw over the middle. He's like, fuck your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, I didn't see that. But I saw the touchdown where I was like, bye. He threw that into the tightest of windows. Um, the reason I believe Tomlin deserves his flowers is when Mitch got benched in uh, Chicago, like Matt Nagy did him zero favors whatsoever. And just Tomlin to quote unquote bench the guy. I mean, everybody knew the situation going in, but making sure that he was still prepared and Mitch, you know, being accountable for himself, making sure that he was still prepared to go into this game and then secure a victory late. That's coaching. Yeah. And I say it all the time, you know, those North Carolina guys, they know what they're doing. Don't know about that. And you'd be surprised how cool. And you'd be surprised how ah. Here we go. Playing all the sound bits. I didn't hear no bell. Why is that one so lovely? One more round. I think we were just giving you a little NFL smorgasbord season. of sounders there, everybody. <laughs> I think it was the end of the NFL season, so I moved the one more round down. And, like, it's not the next in my progression. So. We are in one more round now. We're going to quickly go through these games. Joe, you want to talk about him? Your man, your bestie, Aaron Rodgers. We're talking Jets at Green Bay. Um, actually, I want to talk about the Jets defense. Sauce Gardner, yeah. uh, Quinn Williams up front. Those guys, man, Sauce, is he's the number one corner. We've been saying this like. for years. The Jets have always had a pretty good defense. Man, we've been saying this for a couple seasons. The Jets have had a pr- couple pretty good drafts. Um, yeah. And it, it, we all were thinking like, hey, it's the quarterback that has to like be the final piece. And I wasn't sold on Zach. I don't know how sold you were, but not at all. The the other good thing with a good team construction is the quarterback can just be a guy too. Yeah, like the quarterback didn't necessarily have to win you games; he just has to not lose you games. And if Zach can avoid some of those back breaking mistakes, they might have you know they're just a guy. 
Uh, they might have a team, yeah. Robert Solid, you know, those receipts he was collecting when we all laughed at him when he made that statement. He's fucking the chickens are coming home to roost. God. <laughs> like, geez, it's it's insane. Um Sauce had so much sauce, he was wearing a cheese head uh after the game that uh Alan Lazard popped off his head, which was that's beat me. You how did about you that? see the chain the chain he wore to uh the draft sauce? Uh, yeah, you don't watch it. The I don't watch the draft. <laughs> uh, it says sauce, and then it literally has like it's like I don't want to say drip. Like I'm trying oh, to like okay. say it, it's, but it's, it's literally dripping. Like it has sauce all over it. Oh, it's yeah. the it's the fucking coolest chain. And um, I don't. I'm not a big fan of like the the nicknames. Like this is my name. Like I'm not a big fan of that kind of stuff. But sauces, I fucking love sauce garden. You're not a big fan of the nickname, Brennan. I feel like you're setting me up here. <laughs> no, I don't. It's one Anytime thing to Blake Bortles' names pop up. Bortles service. <laughs> no, I'm let me sick and tired of it at this point. You wrote it. I love, I name. love, I love nicknames. But when you, like, when you take on the name, like. But that's you start, corner like, behavior. That, no, you're very, whoa, Joe, it's 2022. We don't talk like that. No, but, uh. <laughs> You're, I no, can you're talk about right. corners. They're they're a different set of people. They it's, have to. Uh, yeah, no, you're you're right. I just when when you who's make the your quarterback? Nickname, who, uh, who's the coach of Jackson State, brother? Uh, prime time Deion. Sanders. Okay, thank you. Um, but the other side of this game is uh, the Packers. The Packers look really bad. The Packers yeah. defense look really bad. One of the stats that I thought was very interesting is their their corner average depth. Uh, on the start of every play is about seven yards. So therefore they're given a seven yard cushion on every play. They're never playing press. They're never playing up. They're always in a zone and it's always obvious. They're not disguising it well at whatsoever. It's very plain as day. And that's how teams like the jets can take advantage of them. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers offensively, they are uh, something that I <clears throat> heard was they're running a lot more option plays. So, you have the best timing quarterback and you're throwing off his timing because you're giving everybody on every receiver an option. And these are a bunch of young receivers who don't really understand, you know, how that can work and how that goes. So he's having to guess where they're going to be. And then he's having to wait for plays to develop and you're throwing off his rhythm. You're throwing off his timing and you're making him look bad. And he is looking bad. I'm not going to excuse him at all. But, yeah, the, they need to fix a lot of the philosophy and a lot of the coaching here uh, is more the issue than, I think, the players because they have the talent defensively, but they're not executing because I think they're being po coached poorly. Absolutely. One more round. All right, Minnesota at Miami. Miami was starting their uh, third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, who was the talk of the preseason. Skylar! With uh, Teddy Two Gloves was on the roster and active, but just wasn't starting because they wanted to kind of see what they had in Skyler. And with Tua Tungavaloa being out until this coming week, uh, Skyler did not play well, uh, ended up getting hurt. And so Teddy had to come in anyway. The one thing I want to say about this game is if you look at just the offensive stats, the fucking Vikings had no business winning this game. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater had 329 yards and two touchdowns, but. Then you look at the turnovers. Miami had two fumbles. Teddy threw two picks. Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings pull it out. 
I still don't think the Vikings are for real, even though they're five and one. But this is a Miami Heat situation of last year, where Miami Heat could have been in the finals, and I'd be like, I don't know if I trust them. <laughs> so uh, I just don't trust the Vikings. Uh, we, you and I, have both talked about Kirk Cousin in that situation uh, for years now. He's the mediocre. He's literally the king of mediocrity. He's your five and five guy. So I don't know. They, He's they, throwing they, off the math right now. It's, it's winning too much. I know, but there's st- but the stats are horrible. He's still Kirk Cousins, twenty of thirty for one seventy five. Yeah, that sounds like Kirk Cousins. Well, uh, I think uh, I, I don't know if that more or less sounds like Kirk Cousins. That may be like an amnesia situation this game because a lot of short field position with what four turnovers the uh, yeah, defense got them. So, yeah. I mean, that could be a product of that. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not a huge Miami guy. Uh, Dalvin Cook for Minnesota finally got going. He had one big fifty three yard run for a touchdown. And I'm not. I'm not here saying, oh, let's go South Florida, Miami, 305 in the building. But I am saying Miami, with everything that was going on, Miami should have won this game. Miami's season has been wrecked. Yeah, it that wasn't even close. That has wrecked their entire season. The yeah, reason Skylar Thompson, you said Skylar Thompson because they were playing him to see what they got. No, that's not why they were playing Skylar Thompson. They were playing uh, Skylar Thompson theory. because they've been bullied by people of your ilk, Brennan, Teddy suffered a quote-unquote, he got pulled by a spotter because they thought he had a concussion, passed all concussion protocol all for the rest of that game, but they, they had to be cautious because the Dolphins and they just had the two situation, passed all protocol all week long leading up to this game, but they said we can't start them because they just pulled them, so let's be cautious. And then Skyler gets knocked out, so it's like, fuck, we got to put him in anyways. Put now. him in. Like, Two they gloves. Just get your gloves. the game with him. Like, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I know you're right. They could, probably could have won. I just want to, real quick, while we're on the Miami topic, I you just reminded me. I was totally vindicated by Steve Young on PTI. Just want to throw that out there. Where I, I said it a little more aggressively, where I said I'm tired of these players being coddled by everybody. They need to take responsibility for themselves. But when it came to the concussion issue mm-hmm. and Steve Young echoed my sentiment, not didn't say it in the words. I said it, but he also said, he said the, the players, players have to be protected from themselves. He said the player, he said, uh, Tua needs when he feels ready Tua needs to come back, but yeah. he needs to decide when he feels ready, which is, well, the problem is me and Steve Young said the same thing. Well, in, 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 in turn, I said the same thing as well. The problem is in the Buffalo game, he thought he was ready. Yeah. He wanted to, in he in wanted the Cincinnati game, game he, he thought he was ready. So bad, yeah. I was say they have to be. If you if the system is going to fail the person, the person is not going to make the best decision for themselves. If everybody says, "Hey, you're good to go," he's going to be like, "Well, why wouldn't I go?" They said I was good to go. <laughs> they said I'm good to go. Miami, do you think? I think they rebound. This is not a. I think they turn it a around. Full blown yeah. topic, but yeah, I think they rebound. All right, here we go. One more round. Arizona at Seattle. It's almost like Cliff Kingsbury was a failed college coach that got a job that was way out of his depth. And they probably, <laughs> Vance Joseph should probably be the head coach because their defense at least looks good. Um, gave the Eagles a few frights last week. That defensive game plan. Uh, Kenneth Walker, the third uh, out of Michigan State. I thought he was going to be good. And he is good. He's pretty dang good. Yeah. 21 carries, 97 yards. This Seattle team, I like a lot. Honestly, I'm not even going to front. Um, I like the way they play. I like the way Pete is coaching. You know, I, I gave Pete a lot of shit last year because I thought uh, he may have been the problem and not deserved. Russ. And you know what? 
after seeing that Denver game last night again, I, yeah. I didn't see much, but I only watched overtime. I, I actually care about myself. I got a PSA for people. Demonstrate a little bit of self care. Okay. Yeah. You don't have, you to, don't watch have to watch every game. You don't game. have to do it. Yeah. You don't ha- it's not, you're not required to watch every game. Like, uh, on on Thursday, my group chat was blowing up, and they were like, "This this uh, this uh, Commanders Bears game is terrible." And I'm like, "Guys, you don't have to watch this. You don't have to do this to yourselves." Guys. To be honest, when you said on Thursday, my brain like like panicked for a second because I was like, "The game last night was so bad." I thought, you thought it, was it was a Thursday, Thursday night game. I was like, "Wait." They the transported game last night yesterday's was shit. game. I, yeah, I was like, I freaked out. I was like, wait, what's today? Uh, let's put it this way: if it's a if it's a game where the the Mannings aren't doing the Manning cast, that's like your first indicator that it's probably going to be game. a good game. <laughs> probably not going to be a good Monday night game if they looked at the schedule ahead of time and were like, yeah, nah. Oh, I wanted to also mention uh, Hollywood Brown goes down, which sucks for my fantasy league. But Arizona makes a trade to get uh, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson from Carolina. Who got kicked off the field last week. Yeah, because he was not happy with the situation. No. I wouldn't be either. Carolina is now shopping Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Uh, Robbie, who was upset with, like, Baker was in discussions to go to Carolina. Uh, Feels vindicated, I think. Um, Yeah, 100%. Be a little more professional, but, yeah, no, this, this was... This was always in the cards. <laughs> he was not happy last year with Sam Darnold. He was not who, happy this yeah. year. Like, someone who freaks out at work quite often. I completely understand you, Robbie Anderson. Yeah. But um, I don't know what the uh, – so the Cardinals get Robbie Anderson. They're going to get DeAndre Hopkins back this week. But I don't know if those are the, the cure-alls in this situation because – no. Because uh, they still have Kyler Murray quarterback, most overrated number one pick ever. No, I don't think I don't think Kyler's the problem. Even though I don't think he's God that great, it. I don't think it's a problem. I think the problem is you have a GM who was given an extension after he failed on one quarterback and immediately tried to right his wrongs with the next quarterback, and then a coach who again was a failure of a coach in college and has proven to be nothing but a failure of a coach in the NFL at this point in his career. Um, if anything, Kyler's the one saving grace. He's the one saving everybody's job of making them look smart um, by his With improvisation. Yeah. So, but the problem is they have no they, their offense looks terrible. And when Ky, when a play breaks down and Kyler has ten carries for a hundred yards, it's like, oh my gosh, the offense is so good. It's like, no, none of these were designed runs. This is not <laughs> how it's supposed to work. <laughs> that's not that's not a operating. That's not how this works. Guys, please. One more round. All right, Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Jacksonville is now 0 and 13 or 0 and 18 on the road uh, against division opponents. We lose this game. We beat the brakes off of Indianapolis in, uh, earlier in the season. What was that, week two or week three? Um, and then we lose this game. Led almost the entire game. Uh, Indy fought back. Never Matt Ryan. Guys again. Matt Ryan. Except this look week. Like- need you to beat the Giants. Look like Matty Ice. I know. I need us to beat the Giants. Uh, <laughs> I live in New York. I need us to beat the Giants. Um, Matty Ice looked like the Matty Ice of old. Threw a last-second touchdown to win the game. I mean, we were only up by one point, so they were they could have kicked the field goal, but Matt went for it, and they got it. Um, and then Trevor Lawrence just couldn't make it happen on the back end. But he looked a lot better. Trevor did. Uh, first quarterback in NFL history in the 108 years of the NFL. First quarterback ever to throw for, I believe it was 300-plus yards, three touchdowns, no picks. 
uh, 70% completion percentage and lose a game. So Trevor's Jeez. back, baby. Trevor is back. <laughs> Moving on to the Major League Baseball playoffs. Joe, let's just run through it. First series, Cleveland, New York Yankees. That last game is tonight. It was postponed from yesterday because of rain. Series is tied 2-2. Who you got? Um, I don't know what the starting picking is going to be. But I'm going to go with – I'm just going with chaos at this point. Let's go Guardians. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that seems to be the trend, and we're going to talk about it. So the only uh, big-name favorite that uh, won – as far as the past, you know, five, ten years, was Houston over Seattle. They swept that series 3-0. Yeah. But Philly beats the World Series defending champs Atlanta. Yeah, Brandon, uh, I failed in this aspect last week, um, and I copped to my failure to the person who I failed. Um, but, I, Brandon, uh, you're going to have to eat a little bit of crow here. You've been talking shit about the Phillies and Bryce Harper for quite some time, and now they're no in the NLDS. What, what do you got to say for yourself? They're going to lose in the NLDS. Oh, a look at that you. They got here. Look at you. Just putting the car before the holes. A real Stu Gotts move. Do it until you can't do it anymore, huh? No, a Philly, yes or no, Philly has been overrated before this season, the last five seasons. No, that's the that's the that's the thing that's been annoying. They haven't been overrated. They've been like properly rated. Yes, they've needed some pitching, but they've been properly rated. They have one of the best offensive uh, lineups out there. They have JT Real Muto, who's one of the best uh, offensive catchers. They got Reese Hopkins, who's a fucking maniac when it comes to mashing. They got Bryce Harper, who's an MVP level talent in any given season. And he's proving it again in this postseason run. They got a lot of guys out there. Fine, fine. Philly's good. You happy, Kyle? Uh, no. <laughs> I originally was just talking. I don't even know why I talk shit about. I don't even know why. You, I think you did I this was with Bryce Harper. <laughs> I, think it, I think it was the Bryce Harper thing. And then I just kind of latched on and ran with it. And then it just kind of became a thing. It but was the Bryce really contract. Had, and you were just that's like. That's what it was. Because I thought Bryce to the was level overrated. of his contract. Yeah. Exactly. But they ended up beating Atlanta 3-1. And then the big one, obviously. Which I had, by the way. You had this. I, was saying, which I, had, this. I just want to remind people, when Tatis got uh, ruled out because of... Uh, banned. He got, he, got, he got taken off the banned. board. You can he say was it. Taken off the chess piece. He was, he was taken off the chess board because of uh, testing positive for performance enhancing drugs. I said then, I said, hey... They just got Soto. They got Machado. They got good pitching. You know what? The Braves won it last year without their "quote unquote" best player and Robert and uh, Ronald Acuna. I don't. I don't think this is the end for the Padres. It wasn't the the biggest of commits, but I think I had more faith in them than anybody else in the media. All right, I just want to say that. Okay. Yeah. No, you had this. You did have this. Um, I just thought quick. it was possible. Everybody Talking thought it was impossible. Everybody started touting the records of the Padres versus the Dodgers. 23 games. Uh, the Dodgers had beat them 23 games in the last two seasons. And I had more faith than anybody else. It was tepid. It was scared. I had my tail tucked between my legs. But I had more faith than anybody else. I just wanted that on the record. Yeah, and the Doyers are out now. San Diego is in. Here and we who go. doesn't believe in Kershaw? This guy. Never believe in Kershaw. Don't never, think he's the greatest in this generation. Have. You never have. Never I brought it up before, and you've always batted me down. Um, I want a power so pitcher. 
in the Cleveland series uh, tonight, Cleveland, New York. Uh, and then we'll we'll talk more about the MLB playoffs probably next week. But we got a lot still to get to. So we're moving on. Real quick, before we get into college football, I did want to ask you, Freddie Freeman's kind of seen as the face of Atlanta baseball, but obviously, uh, what is it, Acuna? Acuna Jr., yes. That's what I thought. He's the um, he's the best player. What's the difference? Um, well, the difference was Freddie lasted four hours more in the playoffs. Oh, I was, I was going for more of a... Uh, social commentary oh oh why there um he's white so in the college football this past week uh a lot of a lot of big games a lot of big results a lot of big upsets here um we got yeah. a lot of shake-up going on. Can we talk about on. the huge one real quick? Got a lot of shake-up. Oh, the Miami-Virginia Tech game. I finally popped in around the fourth <laughs> quarter. Um didn't have faith, but you know, t- uh, Tyler. Tyler looked good for most of the game, apparently, allegedly. Yeah, that's the um, big upset we're talking about. I didn't, I didn't think we'd pull it out. I was really sad, though. I mean, just how far Miami Vitek. I'm going to say Vitek because you lost Kyle. Uh, just how much they've fallen from grace. I've never seen this game, at least in my memory, my recollection. I've never seen this as a 12 o'clock kickoff. Like that game was always at least a 3:30 game in my yeah. mind, if not a night game. So that was just disappointing. Well, what game are you referring to if you're not talking about this game? Uh, Tennessee winning against oh, Alabama. You know, that was that was a pretty big result. <laughs> um, All right, get, let's get not to the it. biggest who's result of the weekend to me, Brad. That was a pretty who's big down, result. Who's in? Who's out? FAU beat Rice, so that's a pretty big one. Uh, but no, Alabama did get uh, beat by Tennessee. Sorry, feel bad for that kicker. That kicker. Um, yeah. The Alabama kicker? Yeah, he missed it. I don't feel bad for anybody who goes to Alabama. You're in Alabama. They're in Tuscaloosa. That's why I feel bad for them. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah actually, you make a good point. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Who's up? Who's down? Who's in? Who's out? The game that's sweeping the nation. Uh, we're gonna start with who's in and who's out because it's a real quick one. Who's in? North Carolina finds their way back in. They're a six and one, folks. Don't know who they beat. Mac Brown, Brandon's favorite Mac college Brown. coach outside of uh, mm, mm, mm. Howard Schnellenberger. There. Uh, who else is in? Tulane is in, coming in at number twenty-five. The Green Wave. Uh, but who's out? Kansas. Oh, two bad weeks in a row after going on what had seemed like an improbable streak for a program that has been floundering since their existence. It feels like. Uh, they have basketball school. Yeah, it's a basketball school. They have uh, found their way outside of the top twenty-five. And James Madison, who I was so happy for, oh, they had man. made their way in from the Sun Belt, the Fun Belt. They have found their way out after losing to Georgia Southern, I believe it was. I had eyes on that game like a hawk. I don't even know that this Alabama result that Brendan's talking about because I was too busy knee deep in some George, James Madison. Some fun Southern. belt, some fun belt action. All right. Who? Hey, by the way, fun fun follow on Twitter for College Football Sundays. Uh, it's College Football Sundays. I think they're Sundays. They're my cathedral. Um, College Football Saturdays. Sicko committee. Save. The sicko. <laughs> the sicko committee. Sicko's committee on Twitter. Uh, very funny follow. They they just follow like. There was a, a Iowa game that went on until like midnight, and they were tweeting through it the entire time. Just really? because there were like four rain delays. 
Like they just keep up with every game and just oh, send God. like crazy things like stats and updates. It's uh it's a good follow. Uh who's up? Who's down? We got a couple big fallers in here, Brandon. NC State loses to Syracuse. Syracuse six and zero going into the Clemson game. Uh uh yeah. Uh NC State falls to number 23. I don't know why I just had a hiccup there. Mississippi State's fall also falls eight spots down to number 24. Penn State, after getting their doors blown off by Michigan, falls six spots to number 16. USC taking a loss to Utah falls five spots to number 12. Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy and them boys who always take a loss around this time, drop three spots to number 11. And Alabama, who apparently lost a game to uh, Tenanasi? Tenasi? Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Alabama, who lost a game to Tennessee, falls three spots to the number six spot. Uh, folks, wow. don't forget to uh, don't forget Alabama, to out of the playoff. Don't forget out of the playoffs. They're out of the playoffs. Uh, don't forget to uh, all you need is a Clemson. Whatever loss. Joe's trying to say, don't forget. He's already forgotten. Uh, no, I haven't forgotten it. I'm just giving you the scenario. Tennessee has to play Georgia because SEC East. East. Uh, Ten- Georgia beats Tennessee. Alabama beats Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Got Georgia, Alabama back in the playoffs, guys. Uh, it's cute to think about right now, though. But um, don't forget to uh, head over to the Tennessee uh, uh, Kickstarter to, you know, give them money for their new goalposts because they tore down their goalposts, apparently. Um, but who's up, Brennan? Tennessee's up. Three spots to number three. You got uh, TCU up. Five spots, number eight. You got Syracuse up that? four spots, number 14. You got Utah up five spots, number 15. You got Illinois up six spots, number 18. You got Kentucky. Don't know why they're still ranked. They just keep floundering up and down, but they're number 19. Texas, number two. Te- Texas, sorry, is Texas moved up two spots oh. to number 20. <laughs> Texas is all the way up at two? Wow. <laughs> No, your top five, your top six is Georgia, Ohio State, uh, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson, Alabama. By the way, like this is the right. team. This is the team that I would be most excited for. All right, there's one team on here that there's a machination where they find their way into the college football playoffs, and then all hell breaks loose. Miami, hell no, Brennan. Do you know where your boy's sitting right now? Ole Miss? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I'm, I'm keeping an eye. Number seven. So, in a machination where they're in the SEC West, they seven beat Alabama. They make it to the SEC championship game. They win. They're in. Oh, my God. If they make the SEC championship game, they might be in. They win. They're in. All they got to do oh, is yeah. beat Alabama, who seems a little beatable. Went on the road against uh, Texas. Only one by one. Lane Kiffin the other day on the Rosillo show. And there is one disappointing thing is whenever I hear Lane in interviews, and I understand. Never talks about the FAU days. No, it's always like you went from, you know, Uh, Oakland to Tennessee to USC to Alabama to now you're at Ole Miss. They just skip over that. Yeah, yeah, they literally, four years and they just. It was a rehab career, yeah. I know, but it was still four years of his career. No, no, I'm saying like like, you should mention it. It was where he rehabbed as a head coach. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you went from they're like Alabama, and now you're you know now you're here at Ole Miss, and it's like there wasn't a almost a wasn't a line from Alabama to Ole Miss. But 
it's just disappointing that he doesn't mention it because it's literally what saved his career. But anyway, moving on. Yeah, that's what put him in the running for the Miami job this past season. Wish he would have yep. took it now. Jeez. Yeah. Hindsight. We have faith in you, Mario. We had faith You'll be surprised how quick. And- quick! Neyman hits quick hit. All right. NBA season is starting tonight. Uh, we're going to do a quick NBA preview. Nothing too crazy. Just going to throw out some names. Uh, we're starting with the first NBA champions. Joe, who's your champ? Who is going to win it all? I don't know why I put this first. This probably should have been the last thing I put on. Yeah, probably. But. Uh, <laughs> uh, who do you want to skip it? We'll do a last. Yeah, let's skip it. All right. MVP. Who do you got for MVP? MVP. Another thing I probably should have moved a little further down. But nonetheless, I know who everyone's going to say. I know who Brennan's going to say. I'm not going to be shocked. It's not going to rile me up this year. He's not going to get it, but it's not going to, you know, it's whatever. Uh, the MVP this season, I can't think of anybody other than Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid finally gets the elusive MVP that he's been searching for. Did I just pull that out of thin air? Maybe. Am I on a Philly high to the point where it's infecting all my sports opinion just because the Eagles are 6-0 and the Phillies uh, seem to be proving better and wrong? Who knows? But Joel Embiid finally captures that title. The Sixers are the number two seed in the East. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Boom. The Sixers are the number two seed in the East behind the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo, who will win the MVP this year. After what happened last year. He gets another one? He can get three MVPs now? After what happened last year with um, the Joker getting two in a row and then after their early exit from the playoffs and their opinion without Chris Middleton, I think Giannis is going to single-handedly fucking go apeshit this season. Wow. That's what I think. I think he's going to be so undeniable they have to give it to him. Wow. Okay. Moving on to the next one, who do you have as the first coach fired this year? Not the coach of the year, but the first coach fired. First coach fired. A very Joe Brennan discussion. Um, it's only it only could be one person to me. Not often is it where the superstar is disgruntled and asks demands rather for the coach and the GM to be fired. But then they all end up staying in a weird, bizarre chess game oh, wow. of life. That's weird. Steve Nash will be the first coach fired. <laughs> they wow, get off to a slow start, and Kevin Durant's going to be like, see what I said? Get him out of here. Um, I'm going to stick with that slow start thing. Uh, if they start off to a slow start, it will be uh, Doc Rivers will be the first coach Ooh. fired. Ooh. Because he has coached so many talented teams over Where the is years. He Philly. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. The fuck? <laughs> if Philly starts slow with all the talent that they have, Doc is out. Yeah, that's especially a the big way, name. Especially that they've under. Yeah, well, I swing. When I swing, I swing for the fences, baby. I just had them at number two. They're not gonna. They're not gonna fire Doc. Um, or if it's not Doc, it's Steve Clifford because that team made the play in last year, and the Charlotte Hornets are going to be dog shit this year. Didn't Steve Clifford just get re-signed after being fired? Like hey, didn't Matt Rule just get re-signed for forty-two million dollars? No, 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 no. Matt Matt Rule had got signed two years ago. Steve but Clifford is going to. Steve Clifford was the New Orleans coach. Got fired. They had somebody else coach, and then they just rehired him. 
No, he's not in New Orleans. He's in Charlotte. Charlotte. But yeah, I, yeah, same thing. Yeah, probably. he was just their coach four years ago. They're gonna they're gonna be very quick to fire him because they're gonna be like, why did we bring this guy back? <laughs> Nobody wants to coach under Michael Jordan. <laughs> Doc Rivers is my number one pick, though. All right, next one. All right, who do you think gets traded first, Draymond Green or Russell Westbrook? Uh, Draymond. Yeah, I'm Draymond too. Just because they'd rather trade Russell first, but nobody wants that contract. So nobody wants that contract. Also, I don't know how. Uh, Draymond. I don't know if Draymond can be Draymond now that the spotlight is on Draymond being Draymond, and I feel like Draymond wants to be Draymond really bad because everybody not named Draymond just got paid. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Poole's contract finally went through. Uh, Andrew Wiggins' contract finally just went through right before the season, so he's God, looking remember up when we were putting dirt numbers. on Andrew Wiggins? We thought he Man, was like the most I'm overrated so top pick. I'm so annoyed, but so happy for him. I, I, I'm just mad. Like all my, it, everything I say still applies because if if your exceeding expectation is being the number four guy on a championship team, that's not where we had you. Yeah, that's not where we. That's had not you. where you're you right. were supposed to. Be. That's not what your draft says. Your draft position says you're supposed to be. Everything I said about you still applies. You cannot lead a team. Case in point. You just wrote how many games? How many games what? I meant to say, how many games do we see Kyrie playing? How many games do we see Ben Simmons playing this year? Uh, Kyrie, I have playing the average number of games, which now in the rest era is about 60. Um, I think with COVID protocols gone, Kyrie's actually going to have a point to prove. <laughs> uh, he can take uh, a Sunday off just because, though. It's yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. He's going to take 60. He's You know, 60 out of 82 is not... You know, it's not great, but it's not terrible. Um, factor in there. Ben Simmons. So I've got 60 for Kyrie, give or take. And then Ben Simmons, I'm going to put it 30. Wow. Because I don't think, I think he's going to keep re-aggravating his back. <laughs> you know um, I, mean? I got Kyrie somewhere between 50 and 55. I think I got for Ben. I think you Ben's going to play with me. Huh? I said 60. You just can't. You won't let yourself agree with me. Well, my thing is I'm going to take in personal days. And I'm going to take in Kyrie holidays. And I'm going to take pay, in. That's the craziest just thing societal, about some of, these, some of these guys. Societal. Uh, billion dollars. Wind blowing. Like, I'm going to take a personal day. Yeah, I'm going to take the wind you. blowing a different way. I'm going to take a couple injuries in there. The wind like, doesn't blow, man. The earth is flat. The wind's not blowing. I don't true. know what you're talking about. Just we're just moving. That's what it is. Hashtag truth. Um, third eye open. Um, too bad his third eye wasn't open when uh, Ben Simmons shot that, that air shot. ball. Ben Simmons shot that air ball and it hit him right in the forehead. Um, I don't know if you saw that clip. Very funny. I did. Um, ben Simmons, I got I got him actually playing a lot more, but I have him also like having a personal week whenever they have to go to Philadelphia. So I'm gonna go about 65 games for Ben Simmons. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think his back is fine now. His shot, right. not so much. The biggest, uh, the biggest one, NBA champions. Oh, we're back. We got here. you. We're back here. Um, so I'm gonna think. I think the champion comes out of the West. I think it comes out of the the team who I think is gonna be the number two team in the West. 
I think the Denver Nuggets finally win it all. Jamal's back. Michael Porter Jr. is back. You stole we my went thunder. We got Aaron Gordon. We got the, I mean, Jokic, you know what he does. You got uh, Caldwell Pope. You got Bruce Brown from the Nets. He was a factor. I should have gone first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Mike Malone is going to finally get the boys to where they need to be, and they're going to take it away from everybody else. Put my I, name on it. I agree with Joe. In fact, I was going to do it to be like, fucking right. You're Denver Nuggets, bro. Uh, but Joe said it first. Yeah, Denver Nuggets. They've, they're, they've just got so many weapons. Everyone's coming back from injury. So we'll see. But they're definitely in the running for champs. Yeah, we don't have to wor- uh, work with Compazzo this year. Love you, Compazzo. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, that was. Jokic had to do everything, and now he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. All right, final thing in the quick hits. Uh, the Prem, the Premier League, Fulham tie, 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2 two, two draw, two, two draw with Bournemouth, who since uh, I remember I was wondering, I was like, they sacked Scott Parker. I don't know how they've been since then. Well, they haven't lost a game since they sacked Scott Parker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're undefeated. Not all wins, but no losses. So uh, upset with the how the game played out, honestly. It felt like a loss to me because – we had so many opportunities. We were kicking. Uh, we were getting so many crosses whipped into the, into the in, into the box. But Mitro is still uh, obviously carrying that injury. Uh, he got the start, but he obviously was still carrying that injury, and he couldn't uh, get the lift that he usually does and get a couple headers in there. So all our threats were a little with no bite. Um, our defense looked a little out of whack. I don't know what the current positioning is. I don't know why Bobby's still playing at right back. Um, you got you brought in a couple guys who are not if they're not better than Bobby, who's a front, a forward player playing in the back. I don't understand it. It helps us in the attack because we have another attacker, but it it it, it looks terrible defensively, and that's I think one of the reasons just lack of communications why we ended up giving up those two goals. But um, yeah. Uh, I have I have faith in Silva. Look, my at the end of the day, I'm upset because we're not winning games, but I know a draw is still good. Draw is better than a loss. Uh, we're still that's what up. I yeah. When I saw it, that's all I could think. Yeah, so I think I still have the belief that we're not going to fall below. You know, we're not going to end up in relegation talks, which is you know the goal at this point. You know, don't get relegated. Get another year with Silva. Get that cash windfall. Get some good players. Uh, get a few more good players to solidify some of these positions but what is relegation you said it's the bottom two bottom three bottom three yeah so um yeah just keep well like there's no way i i mean we still have a long season but like southampton only has eight points nottingham forest only has five like it's no way we're gonna that's what i'm saying like i don't think there's any way like we end up in relegation talks whatsoever like i think we we have more wins more draws than anything but uh there's some we can't we can't we can't not take the ones that I was gonna say fucking arrogant Fulham fan here now. We can't we can't drop the ones that we should have. Like, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And that's say, a, like, that's gonna be a problem moving forward. because uh, we still like that Chelsea game was postponed. We're still gonna have to play. Still now. gonna have to play Chelsea. Uh, November is gonna be hell month because we got uh, Manchester and Manchester, um, United and City. So. Liverpool's right, well, better now. Arsenal's better now. Like here's going for the Fulhams, uh, the mighty Reds. Uh, Emma, in MLS news, uh, 
Miami inner inner Miami just got knocked out of the playoffs by I believe it was New York FC inner your team, yeah it was squad gang gang um, that happened last night three zero uh, Iguain is retiring after the culmination of that game so thank you so much give you a nice little soccer clap um, and Brennan have you seen the uh, the we haven't talked about it at all but have you seen the finale of Welcome to Wrexham I have. Oh, kind of spoiler alert. Kind of already knew what was going to happen. I, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how the game, the final game, was going to play out, but I knew they lost in the playoff. Um, so I've been doing a lot of research into Wrexham. Just I do the same thing on Hard Knocks, where I'll, mm-hmm. like if I like a guy, I'll be like, oh. And Hard Knocks is a little different because it's like in the moment. But with Welcome to Wrexham, I was like, ah, I like some of these guys. So I looked it up. You know, Jordan Davies still on the team. I uh, figured he would be. Super Pat Mullen still on the team. Ollie Paul. still on the team. Yeah. Uh, all these guys are still under contract. Uh, they still have the same uh, gaffer. So, I mean, they're in second place right now in the national. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I need them to get back up to number one. So. But um, shout out to Rob and Ryan. Uh, they've made more money so far on the deal than, they've, than they spent to purchase the team. Not uh, oh, with all. just different... Yeah. Selling product yeah, and stuff. Yeah, product, the TV show. They So they spent 2.5 to get the team. And they've just on the series, products, uh, partnerships, that, promotional yeah. things. They've made 3.2. Look at that. Coming out on top. Yeah. Is that including the 2.5? Is that including like that the, is all not the contract in playing, Yeah, I'm going to say that's okay. not including... <laughs> The resolving the turf, yeah, that's not resolving the turf and everything like that. But um, it, it, it probably gives them a little more wiggle room uh, than yeah. they first. Well, good saw. for them too, coming in and revamping that whole thing. It was there were some episodes. I'm not gonna lie, I cry easily, but there are some episodes where I was like, "This is fucking stupid," because <laughs> it's just how much the team. It's what we talk about all the time, and I love to see it, especially in European football, because they it's care what we, like none other. Yeah, it's like we talk about, man. Like sports brings people together, it gives you something to root for. And so it's really cool to see it play out in that kind of environment. All right, let's do it. And we'll press bring con- you the press conference in its entirety. Sir, 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 sir. Joe, where can we find you and your goods? Um, you can find me on Twitter. I just got a message. I was like, I don't even know what this means. I got to sit and actually read this. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dover. You can find me on, uh, you can find this show's Twitter and Instagram at Kieran Press. Don't forget to, don't forget to head over to a new low.co to check out all the other shows on the network. Uh, who does the pod? We're going to be doing Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's the next episode coming out. Um, and then, uh, a new low. I mean, we've been just on a tear lately of, laughing our heads off ridiculously brandon still has a list of the episode where he was featured in heavily uh which i find hilarious i don't want to i to the point where he's gonna make artwork uh we're not making making fun of you but not making fun of you uh we love you don't worry um uh i'll just tell you now it was about it 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 came up because your tweet about uh yeah i know why it came up yeah yeah (laughs) it was just like how how do you guys feel about that um a cat, a caddy, a caddy, a waiter, basically. Um, I think that's all I have. Check out my okay. website, joedormo.com, where my music and my merch is. Uh, yeah, that's it. Brendan, go. At Brendan T Comedy on all social media, brendantcomedy.com. I've got the uh, one man show coming out in January. That is still a go. Uh, 
And then also check out my other podcast, Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I have a guest on every week when we talk about their best and worst drinking, drug, partying, getting in trouble stories. It's a lot of fun. Joe's been on there twice. I have actors, com- uh, actors, comedians, musicians, all sorts of artists. And check out my merch store at brennantcomedy.com slash merch store. And that's it. That's all we got. All right, cool. Brennan, hurry this up so I can go get some breakfast. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. No shout out this week. I got nothing. Oh, wow. uh, shout, shout out Tennessee. The volunteers. You shout taking out. down the mighty Alabama. You shout out Skylar Diggins. Congratulations on your second child. Oh, shout out Skylar Diggins. Skylar, Skylar Diggins Smith.